This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, joined by Recruiting Analyst Hank South on this Friday morning, August the 6th, 2021. Hank, it feels like, well, TGIF, but maybe TGIFC. Thank goodness it's fall camp 2021 on this Friday as the Alabama Crimson Tide set to take to the practice fields for the first time in advance of the upcoming season coming up later this afternoon in Tuscaloosa. We're hoping for agreeable weather, weather that will allow Charlie Potter and myself to get out there for the tentatively scheduled media viewing period would be the first media viewing period on campus anyway for the Alabama Crimson Tide since what? December, December, 2019. So we're nearly two years removed from a media viewing period at UA. And I bet you're kind of excited too, Hank, because whereas we did have a lot of early enrollees take part in spring drills back in March and April, still got some guys like Dallas Turner, Jojo Earl, Damon Payne, Tyrion Arnold, still a handful of highly ranked guys for the 2021 cycle set to make their practice debuts. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you look at the guys that did like you just you just listed off. That, that's a that's a good chunk of, of the talent of, of this 2021 Alabama class. So to see those guys and see how those they perform, um, that that's going to be a lot of fun. See how they they did, uh, you know, coming out of the summer. And honestly, you know, it's just nice and refreshing that, you know, we're just having a fall camp. It's like this time last year. It was what it, it was. They're calling off the season. Uh, the players were starting to tweet, you know, we want to play and, and all that. We didn't even know if we were going to have a season. So it's just refreshing that, you know, that this is happening. We're moving forward with it and, you know, get a fall camp. We had preseason NFL last night. Uh, so it's just, it's just nice to have back. Yeah, it is. You're right. A year ago at this time, we had the Big Ten pretty much telling us, right, there wasn't going to be any college football. Right. At least that's what the Big Ten tried to do. In my, how things change from that <laughs> point forward once the SEC said, eh, we're going to take a little bit more of a patient approach with all that. And lo and behold, the Big Ten had to reverse field ultimately mm-hmm. and join the SEC and putting together some semblance of a 2020 college football season. The Alabama Crimson Tide, of course, went on to a perfect campaign on its way to an 18th national title. Wanted to ask you, too. Hank, because we talk about guys that we look forward to seeing, uh, I guess one guy we won't see is Kadarius Callaway, the 2021 signee from the state of Mississippi. How did that news here in the last few days strike you that he had left already and uh, was looking to make the move to the uh, junior college route? 
Yeah, a little bizarre. Um, you know, he, he had a strange recruitment. We, I talked about this yesterday. Um, you know, he, he was committed to Mississippi State. He flipped to Alabama in the sum, last summer, summer of 2020. Um, didn't really say much. He, he wasn't a big talker. A lot of the kids from Mississippi don't talk much. Um, he was one of them. But um, his, his senior season at, um, at at his high school, he he didn't play much. Uh, there was you know he 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 was out a few games. I think he was suspended a couple games. Um, and then there was this buzz uh, right before the early signing period that, and it came from the Mississippi State side that they that Bama wasn't going to take Kadarius Callaway. They, he wasn't, uh, you know, they they were going to drop him essentially, uh, which was not true. You know, obviously Kadarius Callaway went on to sign with Alabama, um, and then you know enrolled this summer before leaving this week. Um, so I, I was a little surprised, but you know, it kind of followed in line with kind of the the strangeness of his recruitment i guess <laughs> now that he, he's heading back to east mississippi so um you know i was that was another guy you know i was excited to see see how he did you know with all his versatility whether it be on the defensive side of the ball or you know uh he was playing running back a lot at the Alabama mississippi all-star game so a lot of a lot of potential so you know we'll, we'll see how he he uh projects it at east mississippi and where he goes from there yeah a place where alabama's obviously uh had some some guys pass through, I guess, Kyrie Jackson, uh, most recently over at EMCC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. We'll see that. Yeah. Another guy, you know, we're talking about, uh, summer enrollees that, that we're excited to see. Um, yeah, he, I don't think Kyrie ended up actually even being able to play. He, he practiced with them, but, um, you know, with, with the, the Juco, um, shutting down for the year, at least for right. the fall. Um, you know, he, he didn't play there because before that he was at, um, at Fort Scott, I believe in, in Kansas. So he, he did a couple of JUCOs before coming to Alabama. So it is the month of August. And when you think about August, I guess, Hank, from a recruiting perspective, you're thinking more along the lines of a dead period. Is that what we're in right now until the end of the month? Yeah. So the last few years, you know, Bama or, uh, you know, the NCAA has put in the, the, the July dead period, at least for the, the most part of July. And then the August dead period, um, for throughout ball camp, which is a little bit different. You know, when I first started, you know, we, we, we had a camp season in June and there was a camp season in July and then August was, you know, open kids could come to fall camps and, and do all that. That's changed in the last few years. August is now a dead period. Um, you know, there, there's a couple big date or I guess, you know, one or two big things to watch in August. You know, you got the August 1st official offer day where, where, um, schools are allowed to, to send out the official offers. Everything up to that point is just a verbal offer, um, to, to confuse everybody a little bit more. Um, and then you get the official offers on paper, um, August 1st for the class of 2022. So that's kind of a big thing, you know, then, um, you know, fall camp starts, kids start their own, um, you know, fall camps for their high school seasons. And then it opens back up on September 1st. Um, when, when coaches can get back out on the road to evaluate, which is going to be a first for, for, um, for the first time since 2019, um, and then kids can get back out on the road and, and take visits. So um, definitely a few things to watch there. Even with the dead period in place, do you still have maybe your ears and eyes peeled in a direction or two where it comes to potential commitments? Or could this be a little bit of a sort of reset period for the 2022 cycle where Alabama is concerned after just a very, very busy July and especially here in recent weeks, a stretch of commitments for Alabama. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think it, uh, certainly, you know, keeping the ear to the ground, um, especially, you know, you, you look at the kids that want to make decisions before their senior season. So you kind of have that window where kids want to get committed and focus on their senior year. So it, it could certainly be a, a busy time. Uh, there, there's not really any decision dates set um, out of Alabama's targets. It's just more of, you know, kids that have thrown out the idea that they might commit before their senior year. You know, you got guys like Justice Finkley, the four-star defensive lineman from Hewitt Trustville. He hasn't said when he wants to commit, but um, he has a top three. Um, and, you know, that that's kind of been the timeline a little bit, I guess, when he, he's thrown it out in, in the past is, you know, sometime maybe before the senior season or earlier in the year. Um, Barry and Brown, the four-star receiver from Nashville, he said he told us last month he wants to he's going to make a decision in August. He didn't say when, just August. So that, that's something we're watching. Um, Jake Pope was another guy that we we've mentioned a bunch, um, the three star, uh, safety from Buford high school in Georgia. He, he, uh, he took all his official visits or took several of his official visits in the month of June. We interviewed him after his Bama official and he said he was going to silently commit in the coming weeks and then announce it shortly after. So, you know, obviously we're a month and a half removed from that. Uh, he hasn't made a decision. I caught up with him and he said, um, he's going to take in a few games this fall before announcing now. So, uh, maybe can, you know, wipe him off the upcoming decision slate, um, for now at least. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, several guys are, are out there in the mix and, you know, there's always a surprise or two that, that decide to just make an announcement. So it's something we're always watching. Alabama with 14 commitments, most recently offensive lineman Dane Shore popping for the Crimson Tide. Alabama with the number two class for the 2022 cycle as it sits right now in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. Alabama behind Penn State. The Nittany Lions already with 24 commitments. And I look at PSU's commitment list, Hank. I see zero five stars, 14 fours, and 10 threes. And more importantly, I guess, when I look at the average commit ranking for both Alabama and Penn State, it looks like there's a pretty wide gulf there between the average commit ranking of what Alabama's been able to do to this point and maybe what Penn State has done. 94.17 average commit ranking for Alabama. The Nittany Lions, on the other hand, 90.47. I guess that tells you where this might be headed when considering those two teams and perhaps the top spot in the country at some point down the road. Yeah, you know, what Penn State has going for right now is just this overall number of commitments. Um, you know, to sign the number one class, you have to be in that, you know, 305 to 315 range. And, if, you know, in last year's case, it was <laughs> Vamma had, I, th I think, what, 720. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's even more bizarre, you know, I've been doing, I've been messing with the class calculator since all this Quinn Ewers pop, Quinn Ewers news, say that three times fast. All that news popped um, this week or the last couple of weeks. Um, adding Quinn Ewers to Ohio State's 2021 class, I think 24 7 made him the number one prospect in 2021 or top two prospects, something like that. Um, so if you add him to their class, keep in mind, Ohio State has six, or yeah, six top two, four, seven, top 10 recruits in their class. Um, Bama still has the number one class by like five or six points. Uh, so that, that's just how good Bama's 2021 class was um, when, when you put it all together. But yeah, you know, Penn State, you know, they're, they're much more in line with a, uh, you know, they're going to have a probably top 10 class. They have number one right now, but you look at Notre Dame as well, sitting right there. Uh, they have 20 commits. 
um, at 260. So, you know, Bama always finishes in that 300 to 320 range, if not higher. Um, so you can imagine that that's going to change pretty soon. But yeah, the top per commit ranking at 9417. So it shows you not only, you know, all 14 commits, they have they have highly graded commits too. It's quality and quant or and somewhat of quantity right now, but more so quality at this point that has them in the running for that number one class. Um, you know, as we as we get into the fall. Yeah, so when you look at the average commit ranking, even for this next class, this upcoming class, you go down the list of top 10 teams right now in the 24-7 sports composite team rankings, and it still looks like, to me anyway, Hank, it's going to be Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson maybe that are Alabama's primary competitors for the Mm -hmm. top overall class when things are all said and done. I guess LSU in there too. Yeah, those are always the the usual. Someone asked me, you know, who who's going to be, and I, you know, I said Bama, Ohio State, Georgia. Uh, Georgia's in a little bit of a slump right now. If you if you look at their, I mean, you, you say slump, the number six in the country, but you know, the, they're uh, I think they're they're wanting some more good news on the recruiting trail as of late. But you know, Georgia's always going to be there um, in in the end. And yeah, like you said, if you look at that per commit ranking, they only have fourteen commits as well. They're ninety two six two, so top five in that category. So. Certainly, those are the the teams we're watching as we head into um, head into the season. But you know, one thing to watch Alabama too is there is it's not going to be this massive class they signed in 2021. You know, it, it might not even be 25 players. You know, more so in line with 23, 24. Um, you know, to keep in line with the numbers. So, you know, will Bama sign the number one class with with, a, with you know lesser commits? You know, it's certainly possible. We've done it in the past. Um, and, and, you know, if you look at it right now, they're number two with 14. So it, it's definitely in play um, at this point in time. Speaking of in play, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about positions that are still very much in play for this 2022 recruiting class and the Alabama Crimson Tide. We'll do that with Hank South does an outstanding job covering recruiting for us at BOL when the Bama online podcast returns right after this. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Back with more of the Bama Online Podcast, this one on a Friday morning, August the 6th, 2021. Travis Ryer and Hank South getting into some recruiting talk before we get into a lot of fall camp talk coming up later in the afternoon. The Crimson Tide set to hit the practice field in advance of the 2021 season. So, Hank, as we sort of tease there going into the break, wanted to get into some positions of particular interest, I guess, for this still forming Alabama class and the 2022 cycle. And a couple of these positions we've talked about on the podcast, running back, tight end, and you see multiple players already committed. And at those sort of positions, you think, well, might be close to full. But as we've hit on in previous podcasts, uh, maybe that's not the case. Maybe for different reasons, you've got some position versatility you can consider, I guess, at both positions that already have commitments, but I guess always the chance, too, that you could have some movement, comers and 
comings and goings where guys that might be committed now might end up elsewhere. And uh, as we know, that Nick Saban and this staff, they're they're always in a mode where if, if that is the case, they're they're ready to backfill with a quality quality option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always some sort of class attrition, whether it be a kid flipping, whether it be a kid not qualifying, or uh, for whatever reason, Bama moving on in a different direction. So, uh, you know, they're, they're always keeping their ears open with guys. And, you, you know, you always you look at the positions where you need to do that. You know, if you have a commitment, um, do we need to keep recruiting that spot? Um, and, and if you look at the running back position, you know, you got Le'Veon Moss, who committed in June. He's taken two official visits elsewhere. He was at Texas A&M again last week and not at the cookout. So I, I wouldn't say like, oh, red flag. Uh, but I mean, it, it's definitely noteworthy. You know, you're, you're going to want to probably keep looking at running backs um, in, in the class of 2022 in case he decides to uh, to go elsewhere. He hasn't given any indication. He doesn't really say much. Um, but, you know, when we've caught up with him this summer a couple times, he's, he's a one word kid, you know, he, he's, he doesn't, he's not going to give you too much, but he has, he has said he's fully committed. He's firm with Bama. He just wants to look around. Um, so, you know, got to respect that, but, um, you know, Bama's still recruiting running backs, you know, guys like, uh, George Petaway from Virginia, Javante Barnes from Las Vegas, two guys that Bama's had their eye on Javante Barnes was on campus last month. Um, and he's coming back for an official visit this fall. Um, out of the the Bishop Gorman program. Another one that I think will be interesting to watch is Jamarian Miller, who's committed to Texas but has had high interest in Alabama. He actually had a crystal ball pick to Alabama, I believe, at one point. Um, He took a a visit to Oklahoma last weekend, and and I think it kind of took everyone by surprise because he had seemed like he was shutting things down. So, you know, if he's still looking around, that could be an interesting guy to keep an eye on going forward. But, you know, I, I think the one position that I'm most interested to see how it plays out uh, you know, all of it's interesting, but uh, defensive line, just with the sheer number of guys that are still out there. Um, I, I did my um, story I do each month, everything you need to know about Alabama recruiting. I did it for August um, this week and, you know, putting the guys on the list that are still worth watching. It was like, oh, there's this guy, there's this guy, there's this guy. So you got guys like Walter Nolan, Amari Abor, Justice Finkley, Curtis Perry, Quincy Wiggins, Anthony Lucas. Like It's just several guys. And then, you know, you have another defensive lineman that's committed elsewhere, Marquise Gracial, that was on campus last weekend for the cookout. He's committed to Missouri. Um, he gave Bama a rave review. He seemed like he was almost ready to, to flip when I talked to him. So um, that that's a position that, that's going to be fun to see how, how it fills out. You know, you got Walter Bob um, on board. You got Jaheim Otis in the class. So um, you got two commitments, but certainly a spot that Bama always wants to reload at um, in the trenches on that defensive front. And you look at the secondary, and as you mentioned, this outstanding piece that you have up right now and have had up for a couple days at BOL, everything you need to know about Alabama recruiting in the month of August, you need to check that out if you haven't already. Hank breaks it down exceptionally. You mentioned Jake Pope a little bit earlier, but a couple of really high-profile elite corners uh, still in play for a, a secondary class that is a nice base to this point, but certainly looking to add some additional star power. Yeah, that's going to be a, a fun one to track. Like you said, with just sheer star power, you know, the guys that really are in play that haven't made decisions yet. Earl Little Jr. was back on campus for his uh, his second visit of the summer uh, last weekend. He's from South Florida American Heritage. Obviously, we you know we talked about that on the podcast last week. You know, CB High um, <laughs> or just in a, yeah, you know, uh, but same program as Pat Sertain. Um, his, his coach is obviously. 
um, Pat, Sert- Pat Sertain. Um, so, you know, he, he, he's named Bama his leader. Um, that's been the case for months. Um, he said they kind of reinforced that this weekend, this past weekend. Uh, he'll be back. Uh, he's actually going to uh, yeah, uh, to be in Atlanta for Alabama and Miami. So he'll see his, his leading team and then his his, uh, his legacy team uh, mm-hmm. face off in the season opener. Um, and then he'll be back on campus for his official visit during LSU weekend. So two more times he'll see Bama in person. May, who knows? You know, he, he kind of planned the cookout trip on a whim. So maybe he decides to go see another game, too. I don't know. I would be surprised if he didn't end up at Bama at this point. But still says he's not in a rush to announce a decision. Um Denver Harris, the five-star corner from Houston. Uh, that's a guy that, you know, a lot of trend trending towards Bama. You know, a lot of people think Bama is in the good spot for him. I agree. Um, at this point in time, then Jake Pope, you know, I think Bama is in a good spot. You know, he was at Georgia last weekend. Um, North Carolina is the other team to watch. So, you know, do things change when he's as, uh, you know, as he takes us longer uh, or takes longer to make a decision? We'll see. Um, and then an interesting name that we kind of learned of yesterday, Andrew Ivins um, with 24-7 had a, had a good article up. Jaheim Singletary, a five-star corner from Jacksonville, just decommitted from Ohio State uh, mm-hmm. in the last few days. He mentioned Alabama in an interview as a school he wants to go see this fall. So, you know, not sure how much is, is going there. But as far as uncommitted guys, those are kind of the four I would keep an eye on. And then certainly some some committed guys like Damani Jackson with the USC pledge, Traquan Fagans, who just committed to Miami recently, Isaiah Bond. So there, there's other guys that it's, it's similar to defensive line. There, there's a lot of guys in play that that it could be make this interesting going down the stretch. Yeah, that American heritage pipeline down there in South Florida with Pat Sertan and his dad, even Earl Little Jr. in his picture here in your story, everything you need to know about Alabama recruiting in August, wearing that number two, just like Pat, kind of looks like Pat in that picture a little bit. Not all that difficult to envision uh, another DB from down that way ending up in Tuscaloosa. Had a run on the offensive line, it seems like, here of late. We talked about this a week ago and kind of where that position might be headed. Um, I guess what we outlined a week ago was maybe another interior type to go along with a tackle type. Uh, is it still the, the the suspects or the candidates that we talked about a week ago that you're thinking, or has anything changed on that front? Yeah, it's, it's probably, you know, some candidates, you know, I, I think the, the main guy to watch um, at least at this point is Elijah Pritchett. Uh, he was back on campus for the cookout last weekend um, you know, if Bim only takes three guys, you know, I'd predict him as the third at this point. Um, he, he's very into Florida state as well. He's been there several times. He's been to Bama several times, but, um, you know, I asked him when we caught up after his cookout visit, uh, you know, why, why did you pick Bama to go back to this weekend? He said, honestly, I just missed it. So kind of like to hear that, you know, he's friends with, uh, JV on Cohen, um, album offensive lineman. Um, he, he's close to some of the guys in the class. So Bim has got a lot of stuff going for it in that recruitment. Um, you know, and he, he was originally supposed to make a decision in July, but he, he could be a guy that makes it earlier in the season, uh, maybe next month, maybe this month. We'll see um, as far as, you know, where Elijah Pritchett's trending. But other guys to watch, you know, uh, Devin Campbell, the five-star lineman from Texas, um, Zach Rice, who took an official visit, the five-star tackle from um, from Virginia, um, and, you know, a few other guys, Nito Umiozulu, Carson Hensman, Eston Harris, um, Fitzgerald West. So, you know, it's not going to be as big of a class as 2021 was, but, um, you know, there, there's, there's some guys to keep an eye on, um, for maybe that, maybe that last spot, um, on the offensive line, if they only do take three. Um, but we'll see, you know, we, we, we think we have an idea of what's happening and then, 
boom, there, there's something new or they're taking someone else. So we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, you know, I'm doing so much connecting the dots just from your story with the pictures in it. But I see Elijah Pritchett, who you mentioned, as having a strong friendship with Javion Cohen. And there's Elijah Pritchett in Javion Cohen's number from last year, <laughs> 57. I've got it all figured out. <laughs> Just from reading Hank South and looking at the uh, photos that he inserts, yeah. and I think I think Hank's trying to talk to us there <laughs> and get some messaging. It's right? like playing like playing an old Beatles album backwards. You know, <laughs> you can hear some really cool things if you do that. Right, Hank, as always, great stuff with us here on the podcast. Can't thank you enough for joining us, like you do, and always great, great work there at BamaOnline.com as well. Thanks so much. Look forward to doing it again soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Travis. It is the Bama Online Podcast. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the podcast? Simple, easy as a click or two. If you leave us a rating and a review while you're there, we would certainly appreciate that as well. For Hank Sal, Travis Ryder, reminding you, join us at BamaOnline.com. Fall Camp 2021, set to get underway later today. Charlie Potter, myself, Kirk McNair. We'll have full coverage for you at the website. You'll want to hang out with us. On the roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama fans around the world, right there at BOL. Until next time, so long, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.